Hey there, it's your friend Amy Knight. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me on this little venture, this platform for creativity. Everybody's got a podcast these days, right? I'm a little late to the game, a lot actually. But sometimes you meet up with the band and join the tour in the middle, right? (laughs) So here's the thing. I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's a great little city. I love it a lot, and I'm very happy here with my kick-ass musician husband and running my little design biz. But since I've been in Knoxville a while, I've seen and hung out in a lot of really cool places that aren't around here anymore, and I have fond memories of But there were a lot of cool new places and more coming in all the time because people see the value in our scruffy little city. But one of the best things about being in Knoxville is all the cool people that I know. My community is filled with amazing, interesting, talented, funny characters who either make their living on tips now or they used to. Lots of people make their living on tips nowadays, especially since 2020. Our tip culture is is um, sometimes out of control. Bartenders and servers and owners of bars and eateries and food trucks and food deliverers, hairdressers, Uber drivers, ice cream scoopers, baristas, valets, musicians. Hell, I might even know a dancer or two, but my point is they've all made tips at some point and they've all got tales to tell here on Tales from the Tipped. That's a plentiful place to start, I think. Sometimes it'll be a little rough and rowdy. We're not for everyone. But if it's for you and you like a good eavesdrop, then join us. And to get a little reminder to listen in bi-weekly, hit subscribe. I think you're going to love them as much as I do. My first guest... I know you're going to love. She's a good friend of mine. She's pretty well known in these parts for doing a lot to restore historical buildings and opening them up as amazing bars and restaurants to socialize and hear great music in. You can sit on the rooftops of Market Square while the sun sets on the Sun Sphere. It's delicious. And my cool friend Jamie, who I've been friends with for so long, we've waited tables together way, way ago. She hangs out with us. And one more thing forgive the audio. This was recorded in three different places. It's a little patched together. So let me introduce the very first guest on TFTT. It's Bernadette West. A lot of you know Bernadette. She and her husband, Scott West, have built quite a little empire for themselves in our downtown Market Square area. Some that aren't with us anymore, but there's the ongoing Tommy Trent's, Scruffy City Hall, the Mighty Mighty Prez Pub, and adjoining Bernadette's Crystal Gardens, with a few more in the works. That wouldn't be me. I really would like to slow down. I can understand that. But my husband has a chip on his shoulder, so he wants to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) He's got something to prove. I told him that he wouldn't be happy until they started calling downtown West Knoxville. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. So a lot of people know all of your endeavors in downtown Knoxville, but what they may not know about you is the time you spent as a flight attendant for Delta Airlines. Tell us a little about that. I know. I don't know if Delta would want me to be <laughs> bragging about that, but I, yes, I did. I, I actually, actually didn't know that. And no, I, really? I mean, I've known you forever, too, and I had yeah. no clue. When she, yeah. when she told me that, I was like, what? That's fantastic. Well, I would, uh, even when Preservation Pub was going on, I would leave, even during the construction stuff, I would leave for three days and come back and just work 
four solid days doing that and then go back and flying. And actually flying was re- more relaxing to me. My real job was more relaxing than having to deal with all that really? stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, huh. I can imagine because then you were just uh, serving and, and Yeah, I would go on the plane. And then... I, what I would do is I would have, I would make sure that when you're a flight attendant, you have to bid on your trips about a month before you take them. Oh, now bid on your trips. You mean... You, that means you, you, you get... get to pick where you... Yeah, you kind of oh. pick. For Delta, it was a hierarchy. So the longer you've been with the business, the person that's been there the longest, they get the their choice of what they want and then it just works its way down from there oh wow when did you start working as a flight attendant and how long did you do that for well i I started in 85 so i did that until 2006 wow yeah wow okay yeah back when they still could smoke on back when they still were smoking on airplanes that is insane to me i know it was it was horrible oh i bet it was but the smokers were always the funnest people (laughs) well yep (laughs) and that's one of the things that i want to talk about today i want to know the yeah the funnest people the craziest people well there were some crazy instances we had a emergency landing one time we were flying from i think from atlanta probably was from atlanta to la or something and it was when i very first started flying so they had this position called the flight attendant in charge it just means you have to do all the paperwork and turn all the paperwork in Um. at the end and then if there's any communication between the flight attendants and the pilots you're the one that normally does that the rest of the flight attendants were very senior to me so they did not want to be the flight attendant in charge because it was such Mm -hmm. an easy trip so because i was the low man on the totem pole they gave that position to me okay so I was like, okay, well, I'll be the flight attendant in charge, you know. I mean, I couldn't say anything about it. So we had taken off from Atlanta, and we were flying. And this is why they did it, because the first class was full, and that's where I had to work. In the back, there was maybe 20 people. So there was four flight attendants for about 20 to 30 people back there. I was busting my ass up front, serving drinks, because drinks are free in first class. So, I mean, these people were drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, one of the other flight attendants walks straight up to the pilot station and knocks on the door and goes on in and then she came out didn't say anything to me went back in there and then she came back a little bit later she goes there was a really loud vibrating noise coming from one of the wings and the passengers are starting to get a little nervous and she said that there's one particular passenger that's going Oh, Lordy, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Oh, no. So you're going to have to go deal with her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. So I go back there, and I'm trying to talk to her, and I calm her down. But then she tries to set me up with the guy that's like sitting across the hall from her she starts trying to go like well this like is a nice you up? yeah like, oh, like you always make a good couple <laughs> yeah thank you for for yeah. talking me down oh no let me do some yeah, matchmaking yeah, this is a nice guy he's been nice to me so <laughs> i said well let me go see what's going on i went up to the cockpit and they said well we're gonna have to have an emergency landing oh. in dallas this is a late night flight so we make the announcement The lady starts freaking out again, so I have to go back there and pacify her during this whole time, you know. And in the meantime, she was yelling and causing a commotion. Because the plane was so light, they all 
pretty much moved away. I think the reason she liked that guy, because he's the only one that kind of still stayed in the neighborhood <laughs> while all the rest of them went scattered around the plane. But anyway, I didn't know how bad it was until we landed and I see fire trucks and everything outside. Oh you my know? goodness. And so we get, slowly get towed back in to the gate and we're changing airplanes. So they're just going to give us another airplane. We're going to hop on a new plane and go. So we get everybody off the airplane. She's in a wheelchair. We finally get all our stuff on there and we're like, okay, we're going to gate 10. We'll meet you down there. So then all the flight attendants, we gather our stuff. And we go down to the gate 10 and hop on. And, you know, we're counting to make sure all the passengers are there. Well, she's not there. She's not anywhere to be found. Oh, no. So I'm like, they're the lady in the wheelchair. You know, I don't know how we, what happened to her. I guess she got the guy that was pushing the wheelchair so discombobulated that who knows where he took her. And so I get on the phone. I'm like, we're still waiting for one passenger. And they all start screaming, leave her. Leave her. <laughs> back on the plane she obviously can't handle so anyway i'm like you know we can't do that but she finally shows up and that poor guy that was pushing her was just completely frustrated so then she has to go to the bathroom as soon as she gets there i guess it took so long so i help her go to the bathroom and i sit her in the very first seat that's right next to the bathroom because that's where she needs to be and then when she comes back out again she's standing there and i'm like oh okay you need to sit down she goes well i just need something out of my bag real quick so I'm like, okay, where's your bag? And I get it down and I start looking through her purse and she has all this stuff that she has stolen from the airplanes, you know, like all the soaps in the bathroom and little, you know, packets of stuff. And the then, the, I, I mean, yeah. So then she like digs and has this like perfume. So I'm like, okay, here's your perfume. She actually stood in the middle of the aisle. Well, you know, everybody's waiting for her to go. And she bends over and makes me spray her butt with that perfume. Oh my God. <laughs> now that is a butt. Above and beyond <laughs> service. Wow. So, yeah, so I just spray it. I'm like, okay, you ready to sit down? And, and then the rest of the flight was pretty uneventful. That's, That's like hilarious. <laughs> That's like attendant slash nurse duty. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I said duty. pretty funny. So... So that's got to be one of the more outrageous stories from That was pretty outrageous. This is a pretty funny one. You know, you're always sitting, waiting as you're boarding. The boarding is always pretty hectic. And so when you get on, you have to put your bags away and find your seat and all this. But especially when you are like in a hurry or the flights are all late. So it was one of those days that I think the weather might have been a little bad. So all flights were running late and people were running for their flights. And so we had this flight that was extremely full. I mean, every seat was taken, but we were still kind of waiting for passengers to come on, you know, last minute passengers. So we decided to wait for this one passenger and she comes in and this it's an overweight African-American lady and she is like sweating and she has, you know, all her bags and stuff and everything. And she's trying to find her seat and she gets on and she's putting her bags away. And then there's just like you can there's an odor that happens you know on on the plane and you can tell you know that someone needed perfume sprayed on their yeah. butt <laughs> immediately and she realizes this and then she looks at everybody that's staring at her and she goes uh-uh it wasn't me it was him and i seen him tilt and, oh. and she pointed to the skinny white guy and his face got beet red and it was just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him too. The little. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> that is so funny. Did yeah. you ever have anyone famous, like, in your first class and stuff? Mm, yep. Um, let's see. I think my first famous person was the Rifleman. The Rifleman. <laughs> yeah. Had William Shatner. Wow. Um, let's see. Sally Field. Nicholas Cage. Oh, my word. Oh, wow. Um, and there was a, let's see, I had John Glenn, the astronaut, and I really wanted to trace his foot and have him sign it. <laughs> that would have been great. I know. Yeah. But he wasn't even in first class. He was sitting in the back with everybody else Look at going that. to D.C. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I bet he would have done it. He's, oh, yeah. He yeah, seems he like a, a true yeah. nice can I, can I have an outline of your foot? No, but you can kiss it. <laughs> he would not say that <laughs> so it. did you have any other like any of the celebrities you mentioned anything interesting about like William Shatner or any, or any of them well the only thing interesting about William Shatner is he had this oversized bag that would not fit in the overhead bin and I didn't know who it was when I first saw him and I'm like sir that bag is not going to fit in that overhead bin he goes yes it is you know? <laughs> when I noticed it was William Shatner I'm like okay go ahead <laughs> Go ahead and keep trying. That's funny. Yeah. I just picture definitely him saying it in his his yeah. typical way he talks. <laughs> That's so funny. So is it just like waiting tables up in the air? Is that what you're basically doing? Yeah. Bar it, service up in the air? Yeah. It. Well, it's a lot. I think it's easier because, yeah. you know, you're just sling and everybody is eating pretty much the same thing or if it's chicken or steak or, yeah, you know, it's not like you're I mean, it's not, yeah, or, you yeah. know, you, it, it is a service industry. You do mm-hmm. feel like a waitress in the sky sometimes, yeah. but, you know, we're basically there for safety so that, you know, the airline's like, well, if you're going to have to be up there, you might as well you be might doing as well be serving. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's hilarious. That is funny. I, but, like, I like waitress in the sky. I think yeah, that should have yeah. been what. Yeah. So it was flight attendant and that's what it is now i think so yeah but mm-hmm. it used, used to be like, stewardess or air hostess i air think air hostess. hostess over overseas it's like written and you're an air hostess and but yeah i mean it was fun and when i first did it i was a montessori teacher before i started that oh wow and then i thought well, i'll just teach and i'll be a flight attendant for a couple of years and go everywhere i want to go and then i'll go back to teaching because i really wanted to teach overseas like in the schools that I went to because I went to the Department of Defense schools over there so you know you could teach for like nine months and then you'd have your summers and Christmas off and then you could go traveling through Europe so I I think I'll just do it for a couple of years because when you first start most airlines I think they're on the hierarchy period so when you're first hired you're the low man on the totem pole you only move up all the shit shifts yeah you only move up in the by how many people they hire underneath you it doesn't necessarily matter how great you are at your job it just matters how many people they hire behind you Mm. i got lucky when i was doing it because of my german so because of my German, I was able to get international flights, which in the very beginning when Delta started flying more overseas. So my whole class was either German or French speakers. Oh. We got those flights immediately because they would schedule four language speakers on every flight overseas out of the 10 flight attendants. Ultimately, what pissed off the senior flight attendants, you know, they've been waiting all this time and that was like considered the best routes to take. So when these people that were junior that just started flying for six months and they're already getting these 20 plus year positions i would get some real hateful uh, hateful attitudes from a lot of the senior flight attendants when i was flying international yeah yeah you're like well learn to speak german i know exactly (laughs) right yeah now your dad your dad was in the military Mm -hmm. and that's why you spent 
you grew up some in Germany. Yep. Well, you and your what, sister. Because my mom is German and my dad was right. in the military. So we were based over there for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And and Jamie, you know, Antoinette. We love Antoinette, yeah. uh, Bernadette's sister. Yep. Who no longer lives in Knoxville, now lives in St. Thomas. Right. We're saying hello to Antoinette. Shout hello, out. Antoinette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you had a German mother, and but they named you French names. I know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I know. When I was traveling backpacking, I went to Lourdes where St. Bernadette saw Mary supposedly in that cave. And when I w- traveled there when I was like in high school, I mean, it, it was hardly anything. It was like just like really a cave, you know, and you could walk up to it. And I was like, well, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And I think last year, or year before last, I went with my husband and we were driving around and we went to the same place. And it is, it, I mean, it is big business now. I Tourist. mean, it's like crazy. Wow. You can't even walk up to that cave anymore, I don't think, unless you have a special invite or that something. That is wild. Yeah. Too many people will start yeah. decaying the <laughs> the cave walls, right. probably, yeah. all yeah. the yeah. people tilting. There are so many people tra- <laughs> traveling. I mean, there's a lot of people traveling now. That I mean, like all, a lot of places overseas now when you go, like to the museums or points of interest, you have to block your time. You have to buy a ticket ahead of time and get in. You That's know, not surprising. It used to, you used to be able to just go, but now they're like, nope, your slot is at 9 o'clock, and if you are late at nine ten, you're going to have to redo it again, you know. Wow. Well, so you're lucky to have had that like experience when you could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. rare. But let's see, if there any other funny stuff that happened as a, as a waitress? I mean, it is kind of different just because you were stuck up in that environment for so long i remember having a flight going over to germany which is a long ass flight i mean it's super long and nobody really likes it you know but there was a a dad that had this crying baby and that baby was crying the whole time i mean the whole plane was just like oh please you know he would try to walk it and do everything and i mean it just wouldn't stop it wouldn't stop so well their ears pop don't they well, like, when they cry, yeah, yeah, yeah the have, pressure. But it, but if they have a cold and they, uh, or if they're stopped yeah. up, they don't. So I had suggested that after about two hours, he was standing near me. <laughs> I said, <laughs> you know, if you put, I can, we can put a little bit of whiskey on your finger, and your the baby can like, you know, it'll probably numb its teeth because it may be teething, or you know, it might help soothe it. And, and oh my gosh, you would have thought that I told him to poison his kid. Oh, my he gosh. just like grabbed his baby and looked at me and walked the other way. And oh wow, like, <laughs> that is hilarious. Maybe it would help if we get your baby drunk. <laughs> We're trying to get drunk, and that's not working. <laughs> it's so such maybe, a tough situation because, I mean, you, you feel, feel sorry bad for the parent, for the parent and the baby. Yeah, and really. you feel sorry for yeah. everybody. Well, I know my mom would have probably <laughs> dipped my pacifier in some whiskey or something. Yeah. No, I would have <laughs> done it with my kids. No one sure. would have had to have told her to or suggested it I would have been her. like, here, let's just give them a <laughs> shot. <laughs> an airplane bottle for the kid, please. She's got a nipple just to put on the airplane bottle. Yeah. They make them tiny for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> that right. is hilarious yeah. oh man well did you ever um i just thought of this did you ever have like anybody throw up on the plane oh lots of people lots of times yeah. thank oh, goodness for barf bags yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well yeah uh, you you have a barf kit and you know on the plane too. okay that yeah. makes sense yeah. Yeah. oh i've got another good story <laughs> this is a good one too we landed one time and we were on this real old plane l1011 no one and, wants um, to hear that 
Yeah, uh, it's one of the old big planes that yeah. holds like 300 people. And then the flight in charge came back and she's like, don't touch anything. Because we used to, as flight attendants, we used to have to go through and clean the plane when we landed. So this was, I don't know how long. Well, we'd have to fold the blankets and put them back up. At, you know, this is pre-COVID. <laughs> fold them up, put the blankets and pillows back up in the oh, <laughs> over the next flight. Now that COVID's <laughs> happening, that makes people cringe. No, I know. Yeah. But we were doing that, and she's like, don't touch anything. Put everything down. We're like, okay, you know, we don't want to clean up anyway, you know. And some guy had gotten so drunk in first class, like drunk, 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 that he was sitting in the very, like 1A, which is right up there by the door. And a lot of times there's like a closet where you can't see, but this one happened to have just like a half wall. And he could look across and he could see the flight attendants because there were jump seats right there. But he was so drunk that when the plane stopped, you know, after it landed, it hadn't gone all the way up to the gate. He just stood up and started peeing like he thought he was in the bathroom and oh, just started peeing no. on the as half pe- wall. On the, on the half wall as people are getting off the airplane. I mean, people are walking by oh, and he's just Lord. standing up there peeing. And then as soon as he finished peeing, he fell back in the seat, you know. And yeah, oh, so that was no. a pretty, I mean, you can have some pretty <laughs> crazy customers up there. <laughs> well, that makes me wonder how does it work for planes? serving alcohol as far as like being licensed it's exactly what i was just getting right yeah because the like, like, they're like, different in each state do you oh, yeah, you yeah. Have country to alcohol classes no. and know if you've overserved like no. not to overserve did you have an overserve rule or you well you did? couldn't serve anybody that was visibly drunk i know that gate agents cannot let anybody on a plane that right. is drunk because oh, i yeah. i actually to intoxicate i, I, I actually helped you're... one lady because she was really really drunk and i was flying home from atlanta to knoxville because you know i was based out of atlanta at the time and she was really kind of inebriated <laughs> and i was going home i was like not working but she just really wanted to get home i don't know what she had going on in her life and i told the gate agent i'll make sure she gets where she needs to go and i'll be responsible for her so i let her get on with me so that that was one good thing i did that day (laughs) wow (laughs) so let her get home to knoxville you know it's always bummer when you can't get home if someone um gets too drunk and they have to like transfer do they not let them on the plane if they're visibly? I don't, I don't so. know, but I'm imagining we would get them a customer service agent, and the customer service agent would probably evaluate them at that time, you know, and, okay. and walk with them and see. I know that a customer service agent one time came to me in Dallas. He goes, did you see him? And I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about. He goes, that was Rod Stewart. <laughs> a customer service agent was walking Rod Stewart to his next plane because he was so drunk. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> so usually not unless you're Rod Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah, well, that was a good question. But it's it's actually pretty good because a lot of stuff because of the airline, it's a federal offense. You know, in a restaurant, somebody could probably really get out of hand, but in an airplane, it's a little bit different. If you if you start raising hell on an airplane, that's like a federal offense. So, oh yeah, especially nowadays. Especially oh, yeah. now. Oh, since, yeah, since nine yeah. eleven and all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I have only been on a plane once in my life, and I was seventeen years old. Yeah, nineteen ninety five. <laughs> went to New York City. My yeah. father worked for yeah, years, and right? you know, my dad worked for Delta. He was a ticket agent for yeah. 25 plus years. Yeah. 
And I have one question for you. I had it written down. I've been meaning to ask you this for years, but in 1980, I think it might have been 86, I left a Hello Kitty diary <laughs> on a flight to Phoenix. Did you find that? Actually, that's that's hilarious because I was th- wondering like what kinds of things you found over yeah, the years. Yeah, what kind of things have been left? I haven't found anything. found anything. Nah. Cool. I will read their leftover magazines, though. They leave lots oh, of magazines because wow, yeah. people leave magazines. And those just like get that. stuck back like, in. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, right. It's like a scavenger hunt, you know. Which also that. now, after 2020, disgusting. Yeah. Yep. Use magazines. So um, there's that place in Alabama. Is it Alabama? Oh, yeah. 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 Did For, you know about that? Where it, Luggage take, yeah, yeah, left or not picked up. Yeah, I've heard about that. Ooh, uh, that's one thing that I did see. I saw the space shuttle take off from an airplane. Oh, cool! That was really cool. Wow! Uh, So you were like flying over Texas or Florida? Which one? Florida, Florida, Cape Canaveral. Yeah, it was awesome. Wow! Really awesome. What was that like? Yeah, I was up in the cockpit. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this. Wow, that's awesome! How fun that would be to watch from the sky. And Royal Borealis are really cool from there. Airplane too. Oh, you've seen that? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Neat. What was your favorite place you've ever flown to oh, as gosh, a part of your job? As part of my job, I don't know. See, I was different than most flight attendants. I always saw it as places that, you know, because you can do flights that you can be on your layover for nine hours, but you basically have time to go to the hotel, go to bed, wake up, and, and do flights again. I always picked my trips on where I was laying over and having a nice long layover because I was so busy here that I wanted to have fun wherever I went. Like a mini vacation. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So I would do like 32 hours in San Diego. Cool. So that was really nice. Going to Hawaii was really nice. I mean, those flights are nice, although when you fly overseas or you fly to Hawaii, especially from this location, you're losing one night of sleep each each time you do it so it gets a little bit hard but it is 24 hours in that place so if you use it wisely you can usually pretty much i mean you know it's hawaii it's france it's london yeah so you Mm -hmm. should be able to find something fun to do i always like to go out and explore i am i love to go anywhere anywhere the local i want to find something really cool Mm -hmm. to do yeah the local food and then i would ask you know their flight tents i'm like where you guys want to go and you know a lot of times they would no i'm just gonna stay in the room and i'm like that sounds horrible (laughs) (laughs) how would you want to stay in that room for 24 hours as far as the service industry it is kind of like a glorified waitress but it has really good benefits yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. there you go yeah you don't make tips yeah but you yeah. have full yeah. health coverage yeah. and vacation. i did get tips though you know people would offer tips a lot and i'm like no 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 it's okay i remember when i was in high school i had a table tip me that i wasn't even serving that table he's like you're doing such a good job i'm gonna give you some money and well that's pretty cool yeah but uh, yeah i'm like oh no that's okay and then he's like no here i'm serious take it and they'd give me a hundred dollars i'm like wow yeah, I'll take that that's awesome <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's great i mean you don't get paid really well especially when you're first starting out and like i said it gets better you kind of cap out at like 12 or 13 as far as your base pay and then you can work more if you work more days you get paid more okay. you always get a base salary and then if you fly over 70 hours you get overtime you get more money yeah yeah oh that's cool so yeah it was pretty good i mean it's a good job i liked it i was talking to your mother-in-law uh-huh. and she told me a couple of things that that you did not mention. So, hmm. something about a she, button that you pushed by accident. And oh, yeah. That some was chaos. Uh, 
ensued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was uh, that was on a larger airplane. So we were going back and forth between New York and Florida. So it had a lot of passengers. Plus, going back and forth to New York has a lot of anxiety that goes with taking those passengers back and forth from Florida to New right. York. And it was especially in, in the winter. T- it was around the winter time too. But yeah, so we pulled into LaGuardia Airport and we've been doing that trip all month long. I think it was like the third or fourth one for the month. And as you pull into the gate, all the flight attendants have to disengage the doors and make sure that, that it's not engaged for an emergency. You have to take it off the emergency landing and put it on the regular so you could open the door as normal. And right when we did that, a customer was asking me something. And so it kind of distracted me, which it shouldn't. I should just be focused. But I wasn't new. new. I wasn't new. Okay. I was was trying to help. I know you were trying to help, but (laughs) I was just stupid. And uh, (laughs) yeah, so I, I, I forgot the step of disengaging before. And then once you disengage it, you're supposed to crack the door so they know on the outside that the door is not armed. So they know that they can open it from the outside also. So, but I skipped a step and cracked the door with it still engaged, and oh, then no. the big slide just came flopping out. Of course, you know immediately <laughs> I get I get dizzy out. and go, "Oh shit, what did I just do?" And oh, big God. whoosh of air, yeah. So now that's a lot to that's a lot on a server. You oh know? yeah, you have to do all that. All we have to do is like fill teas and <laughs> and make sure we get an order right, yeah. and and you are like that's a lot. Pulling yeah. levers and releasing latches. Well, and that's, there's a certain that's disengaging the, things. Yeah. Uh, that's the main. The flight attendants are on airplanes for safety. Right. right. But well, because true. we have a lot of yeah. free time, they want us to do something nice. Right. Too. They're like, okay, right. you're there for safety, but just don't sit there. You make the passengers happy too. Yeah, so, you have the ultimate <laughs> so that's the server. extra. <laughs> you have the ultimate responsibility of any. Any yeah. service industry they, And, you know, it's always been a policy with Delta, like, you're not supposed to accept tips, you know, because they right. figure, like, they pay you for what your job is, and you're not supposed to take tips. So, you know, when people try, because you do serve drinks, and so mm-hmm. they naturally, America are always, you know, like, right. tippers, and you, you always have to say, no, 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 it's okay. I like that you said Americans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Europeans yeah. are like, yeah. no. But, yeah, so um, you just supposed to say, no, 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 but... but a couple of times there are people that are like, no, I really want you to have a tip. And if it's like $100, I'm like, okay, Sherry, I'll take yeah, it. <laughs> right, definitely. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah. and you were saying that um, when that happened, you disengaged the, what are they, what's the, the official name of that? The sl- the emergency. The sliding door. The sliding what, slide slide the emergency, exit. The, it's an emergency exit door. It's usually just go And it's a big in inflatable. Yeah. Like, it's a slide. big inflatable slide. It's a yeah. bouncy house slide. And it so is like a bouncy house you slide. You said that they... Um, oh, yeah. It was, like I said, it was the end of the long day, and we only had one more flight back to Cincinnati. That's where I was based out of, which is like a 45-minute flight. But they're like, nope, go sit down. You cannot work anymore. We got to decide what we're going to do Somebody with you. Somebody call OSHA. Yeah. That's we got so we got to investigate and see why you did that and so yeah so they got had in a little bit of trouble I got, oh yeah I got some trouble I had to go to the office and explain yeah. myself and oh, and say man. you know I'm really sorry you know I it was my fault I got distracted someone started talking to me asking me a question and I answered it and and I, someone died yeah see we don't have to worry about that Jamie <laughs> <laughs> they did make me try to feel guilty about that and I was I was I didn't really feel too guilty about <laughs> that part but. That's so sad. I hate that because it's obviously like a total mistake. Oh, it's yeah. not like yeah. you did that on purpose. 
So, yeah, I just saw in the news, it was like a week ago or something, where a passenger, and I think it was a, a drunk, drunken passenger, or irate or something, but released Drunk the, and irate. Maybe, yeah. Probably both released, and I don't remember where it was, but they released the emergency slide uh-huh. themselves, and I thought that was... Did they jump out? Um, I think so. <laughs> I didn't actually click on it. I just saw it like yeah. as a headline and yeah. I didn't actually click on it. Now I kind of want to go back and find yeah. it. But yeah. And that just crazy. reminded me, Bernadette, about it's been probably 20 years ago now, but the flight attendant that quit and oh, uh, he yeah. was, they just taxied up and he quit in the best way. He was just like middle fingers up to everybody <laughs> screw this place i'm going home he hit that button and he slid down yeah. the bouncy castle slide <laughs> probably right into That's the so funny right into yeah. the arms of security right, right. <laughs> he did he got he got in a lot of trouble for it but he, you know yeah he uh he trended for a while i'm sure he did. yeah it's so funny well and yeah. you don't think about how like you said, that could be dangerous to have that. Yeah, it's like an if airbag. It's un- if it's unexpected and, mm-hmm. you know. It has explosives in it, like, to make it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, to, yeah. Well, to, yeah. Have you ever slid down one? Yeah. As a flight attendant, every year you have to go through training. So we. Oh, wow. You Another go, thing that yeah, we don't have to do in restaurants. Yeah. Can you imagine? Every year. Well, it was. it's <laughs> actually pretty like interesting. A, I mean, every year you do all the things that you have to for an emergency. Deal with fire deal with if you had an emergency landing whether it be in water or you know on the ground you do a slide thing and then you have to uh, make sure that you can move the window seats you have to be able those windows things they weigh about 50 pounds so you have to be able to put them in proper place and stuff so you do that every year and they also with delta one year they even let us go to three days of personal like defense training we were down there oh wow yeah for That's three neat. days learning defense training if somebody is attacking you and stuff. wow so that was That's attacking awesome. you in those little aisles yeah yeah that's got to be that's awkward. really great yeah to, that they do that and reassuring that they have that be a yearly thing to refresh right. everybody right. about yeah. taking care of people. and cpr that's mm-hmm. impressive yeah. we yeah. should get you to teach us do you know CPR, Jamie? I learned CPR in fifth grade on a bleach bottle <laughs> so, that was made into a doll. So we need to get <laughs> you, you to talk to us CPR. <laughs> uh, we actually have real mannequins that have chests. And <laughs> in fifth grade, we made dolls out of bleach bottles. I remember oh, this wow. clearly. And yeah. they were CPR yeah. learning dolls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of when Dwight cut the face off of the CPR mannequin. I haven't watched it. And wore it. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. That was a three thousand dollar anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, sidebar. I had June Carter and Johnny Cash on the airplane wow, coming so back cool. from London. I guess they had a tour or a show there and what they, year was that? It was in the nineties, I yeah. guess. I'm thinking that's when it was because that's when I was seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Yeah, so it was one of those international flights. That's so cool. But yeah, they were nice. June was a little bit nicer than Johnny. Johnny didn't smile, but June did. She was friendly. Well, she's a Southern lady. I know, right? Of course she was nice. (laughs) Lady. Well, Bernadette, thank you so much for coming back and and being patient with us and so readily available 
we love you. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. And we will. My pleasure. We'll see fine. you soon. Let's go have a drink. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yep. Here we go. Yep. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Bye. Well, that was awesome. Meet me back here and I'll introduce you to some more of my cool friends on Tales from the Tipped. Have a great week.